Hey there, and thank you very much for tuning into the House of Growth. I really appreciate you investing that most valuable commodity that you could ever have, your time. I really enjoyed this conversation with Pasco. Pasco's committed to creating organizations and communities that promote a world in which we all heal, grow, and thrive. We chatted about Pasco's journey through social conscious entrepreneurship, which led him to found Men's Circle. Men's Circle is a global online and in-person community of men, supporting men to be better for everyone around them and for the world at large. And uh, full disclosure, I am currently training to be a facilitator with Men's Circle. If uh, you're curious about Men's Circle, you have any questions, please reach out to Pasco or to me. If you have anyone in your life that you think could benefit from joining a Men's Circle, please do ask them to connect with me or Pasco or indeed share this episode with them. And if you're enjoying the House of Growth, I would be really grateful if you could subscribe and send us a review on whichever podcast platform you listen to. Well, Pasco, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking the time and um, it's wonderful to connect again. Oh, a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So look, the pleasure of the pleasure, the point of us being here today is uh, just have a little chat about uh, your company, the well, company that you're one of the founders of, Men's Circle, and a group that I'm a member of, and a group that I'm training to be a facilitator in because I'm incredibly passionate about uh, the work that you guys are doing, and I've been really blown away by uh, the work that you're doing. So why don't you just tell me and, and any listeners a little bit about your motivations for founding a men's circle? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I guess it, it comes from my passion to improve the world. Um, for a long time, I've been sort of trying to work out how I can have the most positive impact with the resources that I have. And I think part of that has been recognising my own white middle-class privileges and seeing that I do have an advantage in mindset, in finance, in freedom in a lot of ways. Um, and that's taken me a kind of on a journey of um, doing other aspects of kind of progressive work, um, having a go at um, investigative journalism, creating positive journalism um, and uh, running a previous nonprofit to do with uh, charity fundraising. Um, but really men's work came along in 2020, uh, the famous year of lockdown. And um, I started an in-person group in London where we met up every week in a different London park. Um, and yeah, and, and I facilitated our, our group, which was just my mates. Uh, in in speaking you know in talking openly about the challenges that we all had uh, and that we could relate and connect over as men um, and that went really well and we we all really enjoyed that um, and then it got too cold to meet outside and we weren't allowed to meet inside um, and and during this time um, my friend Steve was sort of simultaneously um running an online group and he tried to kind of rope me in at the beginning of 2020 but I 
uh, actually was quite um, skeptical about whether this online space would would be a place where you can do that kind of work, where you can really connect with with other people. Um, but then circumstance meant that I, I wanted that. Um, I couldn't meet outside anymore. And so, yeah, I joined this online group that he was running, really was pleasantly surprised at the, the depth of connection that was possible there um, and, and started facilitating um, a group there with him. And, um, and eventually it became clear that he, he had this vision for a, a more of an organisation and um, more of a structure around it. And I was coming to a point with my last nonprofit that was coming to a close. It didn't quite um, reach the success that we hoped it would after five years. And, and I was left in a bit of an existential crisis and, and thought, OK, maybe it's time to, to change and move on and do something different. And essentially, he, Steve, handed me the reins and, uh, and I transformed it from sort of mid-2021 into a formal organisation and been growing it with some other key men ever since. Um, kind of building on this model, which uh, at the core of it is these weekly sessions where men meet and are, are vulnerable with one, one another and it's professionally facilitated and held and, and men get to speak openly and uh, without judgment um, and in confidentiality. Um, and then we recognize and invite leaders to, to take on our training. And now we train men like yourself, Graham, to, to become leaders and facilitators in this work and to, to grow the capacity of our, uh, our community in this movement. Thank you. That's really helpful. Really helpful description there. And I suppose the question that comes up for me is, uh, well, first of all, it's, really clear from what you just said and from from what I know of, of uh, speaking to you it's you're really mission driven you really do want to change the world in in a positive way and really that's at the the center of, of everything that you do why uh, why men's work why why men's circle what what was the what was the thing specifically about this type of work that you felt is is so important right now in the world <clears throat> mm. so the work I was doing before was in the charity sector and I think one of the big takeaways I got from that five years of effort was that many or, or perhaps maybe most charities work in dealing with the consequences of problems uh, the analogy I often use is an overflowing bath so I think the majority of charities do an incredible job of mopping up the floor of this overflowing bath. And there are less or not so many that are working closer to the tap, to turning off the tap. And I think once I came across men's work and realized how close to the human soul and trauma and inner world um, and, and that work, it really, I recognised that actually that that was going to have a kind of uh, more profound, wider um, and and potentially more impactful, um, positive impact. So I think that that was the reckoning, really, that I, I came to. Like, I want to be working closer to that source of those problems. And, and I think specifically men 
mainly because it's it's my experience and so it's what I know and I felt like I was um uh, had the kind of right I guess to to work in that space um and and had that shared experience and, and wanted to work on myself primarily too and that's the joy of this work is that every day I get to work on on my own um self-development um and uh I think men also because so many men sit in such strategic and arguably or not arguably dominant positions across the world and so if we're able to shift something in men um that uh progresses equality that progresses listening um that progresses empathy and kindness then um my feeling is that that is it a, a, a real kind of arrowhead, if you like, or spearhead of society? Um, so many men hold positions of power that their influence, um, their change of inner world will impact a, a wide range of the external world. Mm. And yeah, I love that. I love that. That's really helpful. Thank you. And, you know, I, I, I am, have been really transformed by you know inner work over the years and I think for for some people for some men it's quite a confusing concept what would you say to someone who was 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 feeling a bit confused by the concept of of, of inner work and um, and what it means in the context of a men's circle to to um engage in in, in inner work of any kind mm. I think in its simplest form when we talk about inner work it's like when you're on your own you have thoughts in your head um and you have feelings and you might experience those thoughts and feelings as yourself or they they might be unclear or confusing or they might misrepresent you. Um, so you might be feeling sad and you might not know why, or you might not be able to get out of bed and you don't know why, or you might be really angry because something's happened and you don't know why, or you think you know why. And so I think a key part of what a men's circle enables is for you to think out loud and have permission to do that and bring those thoughts that sort of could ruminate in your head or you have a lack of understanding around into an environment which is designed for listening and so you've got at least you know six other men who are there to to listen to witness your thoughts to not judge them um, and to help you dissect them a little bit to help you understand them. And so often actually you can, I come to a better understanding when I just talk them out loud. Um, there's suddenly a separation and I can hear myself saying my thoughts and, and then just through doing that, I come to a better understanding. Um, 
and then the other element is is kind of how other men when they listen uh can hold up a mirror for you um they can reflect those thoughts those feelings ask you questions that help you understand some of those thoughts or feelings um they can um they can relate uh to those thoughts and say oh yeah i think about that sometimes too or oh yeah no i i feel that sometimes too and and so you can just feel more normal more human in sharing you know there's that kind of phrase of like a share uh, a problem shared is a problem halved and you know i don't know if it's always that accurate but I've certainly experienced, and, and I think many of our men do experience that it, it helps. It helps to talk. It helps to get it off our chests. Yeah, I agree. I, and that's been my experience as well. Um, if, maybe, if, if not half, then it definitely takes a slice of the problem, a sliver at the very least. And just to add to that, I would say that my experience of, of being in a men's circle is that just the very act of, of saying thoughts out loud enables me to come up with new perspectives on them. And you, and you kind of alluded to that. And I often find that when in the circle, I have no, I'll begin talking and I have no idea where I'm going to go. And I just sort of follow the flow of it. Um, but, but through that process of talking, and there's something about, in my experience, of multiple people listening that's very powerful because I've worked, I work with a coach. I work in a one-to-one environment and, you know, but there's something about like lots of different people listening and, and, and not that focus on like the individual person that really enables for me anyway, a sense of freedom, a sense of liberation from the thoughts and the feelings and uh, yeah, an ability to just engage with them in, in, in a different way, which a lot of times just enables me to come up with my, my own solutions which is you know seems seems quite magic really in my experience hey there if you're enjoying this episode of the house of growth you might also like the recent episode with rick william healing from the inside out to create a life of purpose and connection you might also be interested in the episode with harry liddell men's work in a modern world men's coach and masculinity educator harry was a fantastic guest And please remember to share this episode with anyone else that you think might be interested or might benefit from understanding a little bit more about Men's Circle or men's work in general. Please subscribe to the podcast and like and share the episodes on your favorite podcast platform and on the social media channel of your choice. Now back to an uninterrupted episode of the House of Growth. Yeah, and I think you just made me think of what I used to do before a men's circle, which was journaling. Um, I've journaled, yeah, kind of on and off six years, I think, or seven years. And that's always been my process of getting my thoughts out. And that's been really helpful. It's kind of that same externalization. Um, and in that same way, you get to read back and, and, and look at, uh your inner thoughts on paper <laughs> and make sense of them and, and it kind of makes more sense as you get it down and and I th- you know even if you don't read it back just getting it out I think helps yeah yeah I agree um it's been my experience as well so lovely to hear you 
articulate that. One of the things I, I've spoken to a number of people about um, men's circle, and many people are open. Uh, some are curious, others are others are closed. I think, in my personal experience, those that are curious but not willing or or closed have have a sense of fear that it's going to involve uh, sort of sharing or oversharing or or that they're going to be forced into positions of doing things that they just just don't want to do. Like, do you, is that something that you encounter as well? And uh, and if so, like, what what do you what do you say to those people typically? Hmm. I guess I would say I'm trying to think if that has come up. I what I find more common is is a, a that there are men who don't think it's for them. Um and I think one perception we have is is that it's for men that need help. Um you know men in crisis, um men who have had a mental breakdown and need somewhere to chat. And don't get me wrong, we, you know, we invite that too. And, and some men come in that kind of time in their life where they've had a crisis. They might have lost someone close to them. Um, they might have broken up with a partner. They might have uh, lost um, a loved one or a pet or something like that or a job. Um, and I guess what I say to those people, and I know this isn't your question, <laughs> what I say to those people is, is that it's about mental resilience, right? You know, you, you don't go to the gym when you find out your arm doesn't work. Um, you know, you, you go to sustain your health. You go to create, you know, strength and, and resistance and resilience in your body. And it's the same in a men's circle. It's um, a practice. I always come back to... <clears throat> what it is we're practicing we're practicing self-awareness we're practicing emotional intelligence um and and those things we build like muscles you know uh, we get better at sharing we get better at dissecting our thoughts uh, we get better at naming where emotions are in our physical body and in our physical experience um and it is kind of like a dojo or a, a practice arena where it's a safe container to make mistakes, say things that actually we didn't quite think through without judgment, you know, um, where we can be called out in a kind, compassionate way, where we don't risk losing a relationship for saying the wrong thing or for speaking out or thinking out loud. Um, and then we can go out into the, the real world um, and, and use those skills to, um, to express how we are being or feeling in a moment uh, to practice uh, giving feedback to others and, and, and express our needs or our boundaries um, or just simply listening, practicing our listening skills. Um, you know, each of our circles, everyone's listening or should be 80% um, of the time, you know, they're only speaking themselves about 20% of the time. Uh, so it's a good practice for that. I want to come back to your question. Mm. Um, uh, so a resistance, it was a, some men have a resistance to. Just feeling like it's going to be a place where they're going to be forced to like. 
answer right. questions they don't want to answer or, or right. be asked to do things that they don't want to do, you know? Yeah. You know, like, what does it involve? Like, what's going to be expected of me kind of thing? That's right. Yeah, a bit of a fear yeah. of the unknown, I suppose, to, to encapsulate it in a, in a better way. Exactly. Yeah. Well, one of our principles, so we have 10th principles that we run the organization and each of our circles by is by invitation, um, which means, you know, you or a man as an individual um, has to consent and has to agree and gets to choose ultimately whether they engage. Um, and, and that's really important, particularly when a man is, is just uh, trying it out or coming for the first time. And so there isn't an expectation that you'll engage. You might just want to listen for the first circle that you come to. Um, and, and men do that. Um, and that's, that's welcomed. Um, and what we find is that the vast majority, 99% of men that come through and try our circles, um, actually, even if they are really sure about not wanting to share at the start of the circle, by the end, 99% of them will share because they feel moved to, because they feel encouraged to, because they actually experience a space where everyone else is being vulnerable, they're showing up um, and, and sharing. Um, so yeah, I would say there's no pressure. You can come and just listen. That's really welcome. Um, and then you'll get a sense of, of what men talk about, what is shared, because there is a sense of mystery, I think. I think there's this, the unknown part is what do men actually talk about? Um, and they talk about the default is careers, because I think that's really, it's really easy for us to talk about work. I think that's what we talk about in the pub. Um, we talk about relationships, family relationships, personal romantic relationships, friendships. Um, men also talk about their mental well-being, their physical well-being. They talk about their diet. They talk about their dads. They talk about their mums. They talk about their siblings. Um, they talk about things that happened in the past. They talk about things that might happen. Uh, they talk about their children. You know, it's, it's really a space for self-direction so that's what i would also say to these men is that, that you're in charge ultimately mm -hmm. it's self-development it's in the name we are the men's self-development club um the emphasis is on you you choose how to use the space if you want to say just how your day was then that's welcome you know um if you want to talk about your trauma as a child that is welcome you know, it's it's a space where you get to choose how you use it. Um, you get to choose what kind of feedback you want, uh, if any. Um, yeah, it's your space. Yeah, thank you. That answers the question perfectly. Um, you mentioned earlier about, you know, the weekly circles where people get together, where we get together online and share. What, what other types of events and things can can people expect i mentioned a, a retreat i think earlier that, that i attended which i thought was wonderful um what else can anyone join and expect in addition to to the weekly sessions where it's sharing and what do you have planned yeah great question um 
So we have themed circles. Uh, that's something that all the members are invited to once a month. Uh, so the last theme was money. Uh, I think the next theme circle is going to be on psychedelic journeys. And these, themed, these themes are not chosen by me. They're chosen by our community of men um, democratically. <laughs> um, so that's one other element. Um, we have this online community network which is essentially like a Facebook group, um, but it's closed, it's private, it's confidential, um, it's just for our members. So that's a space where you can share links, you can um, ask questions of others, uh, you can ask for support, um, you can connect with other members, uh, you can find our events. Um, we also hold monthly socials, uh, which currently are just in London because that's where about half of our community are. Um, so just practically that's where um, some of our men can meet up socially. Uh, and then we have, yeah, the retreats, as you talked about, Graham. Um, and at the minute we're doing, uh, well, our next retreat is in spring. Um and that's a chance for really to to do more of the embodied elements of men's work. So bringing uh, this type of resilience um, into into the body, into the physical. So having more of a connection with other men physically in the same space, having more of a connection with nature, and taking more embodied physical practices and and showing. <clears throat> the impact that they can have on your again your internal world and then your external world um your other question was what do we have planned um so one of the things we have planned is is some kind of more specialized talks um kind of webinar type setup so having experts come in on certain topics so slightly different to a theme circle. A theme circle is where we would speak, each man would actually speak on a certain subject, whereas um, a kind of webinar would be that there would be an expert on a particular subject, probably more specific. Uh, so it might be something like um, uh, trauma awareness, for example, uh, or it could be a relationship to uh, your son, perhaps, or something very specific. So we're um, in the planning of having those regularly. Um, another thing that we've got in the pipeline is bringing this work into the business world. Um, and actually, that's what I'm doing next <laughs> today. Uh, we've got our very first business circle um, this afternoon that I'm facilitating. Um, and I don't think I can name the organization yet um but i will be and we're really excited about that element of this work of bringing this type of trust building and mental resilience building and, and vulnerability into the workspace um and and the impacts that it can have in a in a space where you wouldn't typically um yeah have have this kind of uh have this <laughs> yeah yeah 
great. I mean, so much coming up and so much already on offer and so much new stuff coming up. And it's very impressive to, to, to see and very exciting, I suppose, um, you know, to, to see the community growing all of the time is, is, is wonderful, um, which I suppose makes me wonder, you know, how, where do you want to, where do you want to take this? What's the long-term goal for Men's Circle, if, if there are any? Mm. This is very timely because actually on Friday, we're exactly a year old, um, which is, 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 so it's quite nice to have this kind of review um, in a way. It's, it's really, uh, it's helping me sort of frame it in a timeline. Um, well, the next step is to formalize a step further um, to share the accountability. So we're, we're building a more formalized leadership team that's one of the sort of short-term plans um we're also going to be taking on a bit of uh funding um so that i can go full-time on the project and um lee can also go part-time so they're kind of short-term goals longer term it's about developing this business circles approach um and training people like yourself graham who, who are becoming facilitators with us to to take this work into into that world um and just really getting much better at what we're doing now um creating a a sustainable model um you know this time next year um i really want us to be in a position where financially um what we're doing is self-sustaining uh so actually that we're at a point where I can take a wage from the organization rather than a loan um, and um, pay other team members. And then longer term, much longer term, um, there's been quite a bit of talk with myself, other team members, but also women in the kind of women's development and, and space of creating um, women's uh, circles uh, under the kind of same model. Um, and eventually mixed circles and and kind of working on this piece of trust between men and women and there's mm. like a huge amount of work to be done there um and and what we're recognizing is that there is value to there being men only space there's value to be for there to be women only space um and then there's this coming together that can also happen um and uh well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but there's, there's, there's progression, there's trust to be built, there's vulnerability, there's listening to be had both directions. Um, that, that feels like where we're going at the minute. Yeah, lots of, lots of wonderful ideas there and um, very inspiring to hear all of the plans and inspiring to hear how far you've come already. I mean, my own experience of uh, attending sessions and the retreat has been that you know, it's really brought a new new dimension to my my self development, to my to my growth, to my healing. Um, you know, I'm someone that invests heavily in in my own well being. You know, meditation and breath work and all the rest of it daily. Um, you know, I work with a coach, and um, yeah, like love self development myself. But it's just the the power of the the circle and and what it brings out uh, and to and to to develop and grow and heal in, in community in that way with, with other men has just opened up uh, new, new parts for me. And uh, I'm really, really enjoying my time doing it. And I'm really excited to be uh, coming along on the journey and, and seeing, seeing where you take this. It's uh, really exciting. 
Yeah, oh, mate, pleasure to have you. We're, we're very lucky to have you. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's kind of you to say. And so, look, anyone listening to this that's like they want to get involved in uh, either the circle or they're interested in the uh, corporate side of things and, and they want, want to get in touch, what's the best way for them to uh, get in contact with you or, or, or find out more about the circle? Yeah, I mean, if you want to join, we give it a try. Then we offer a four-week free trial, sort of no no commitment. Um, and you can just go to our website, which is menscircle.club. Or you can even just search Men's Circle. And through the power of SEO, we're at the top, <laughs> um, which is great. And then if you're, yeah, if you're interested in in the kind of more corporate or business circles that we're beginning to offer, then I'd recommend you reach out to me on, on LinkedIn. That's, that's the place for that. Um, and I'm, yeah, either look for men's circle or for Pasco uh, and you'll find me. Awesome. Great. Well, look, I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do. I admire deeply the community that you've built and uh, the ambition that you have to, to take this thing to, to the next level and beyond. Um, you've created something really special and, um, yeah, keep up the great work. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Graham. See you soon, buddy. See you.